the Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Not an easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? You lucky team, Mr. Sam. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Hi, this is Gretchen Whitmer, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Hey, on behalf Team of Detroit, hey, we want to present these buffs to our governor, hey. Big Gretch. Throw the buffs on her face, because that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stress. We got Big Gretch. Woo. You can find her in the press under Big Gretch. Fresh in a new dress. Yeah, that's Big Gretch. Throw the buffs on her face, because that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stretch. We got Big Greg. At all. You can find her in the press. Under Big Greg. Fresh in a new dress. Yeah, that's Big Greg. Come on. Big Gretch and this bitch playing no roles. Excuse all the cussing. That's just how I get my flow on. For real. If you want to leave the state, you can stay gone. But right now, Big Gretch said stay home. All that protesting was irrelevant. Big Gretch ain't trying to hear y'all or the president. How we going to take orders from a non-resident? Talking about it safe, but he ain't coming with the evidence. Big Gretch got him shook now. When it's all over, you invited to the cookout. When it's all over, you deserve to get took out. Big Gretch with the bucks on on the lookout. Uh, and she doing it for Michigan, so when she hit the stand, everybody should be listening. She on that pair of bucks with the ice in them glistening. On behalf of the whole Detroit mission. Throw the bucks on her face, because that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stress. We got Big Gretch. At all. You can find her in the press. Under Big Gretch. Fresh in a new dress. Yeah, that's Big Gretch. Throw the buffs on her face. Because that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stress. We got Big Gretch. At all. You can find her in the press. Under Big Gretch. Fresh in a new dress. Yeah, that's Big Gretch. Big Gretch. This is Mayor Weaver, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. From the Tom Sumner Show. Oh, Councilman Mays didn't say that didn't happen. He didn't say that. In fact, he went and got the record to show the date that it happened because it was the same day we had an RTAB meeting. And he also showed them How these are the notes. How does an invitation like that work? Does it go to specific council people? I, I invited the council president and, and Councilman Mays because Councilman Mays was also part of the um, KWA board. So right. he had been working with, you know, yeah. not only the ad, the um 
the advocates for water, right. uh, but he was also on the KWA board. And so that was why the invitation was to those two. One, because uh, Carrie Nelson was the president. Mm-hmm. So those two were invited. And we have records to show that, you know. And you can ask the governor. <laughs> you can ask <laughs> Rich. You can ask the people from the county, the EPA, that the two of them were there. More with mayoral candidate, state representative. How do you combat that um, from a... Once again, that was Sheldon Neely, candidate for mayor of the city of Flint. And welcome back, everybody. I have... um, Got to make a little adjustment here this hour. Sorry for the uh, the little glitches there, but uh, I had invited all three candidates for mayor that'll be on the ballot in uh, just under two weeks, the the primary ballot, and uh, I, I was expecting to hear from former mayor Karen Weaver this hour, but she hasn't called in yet, and I'm not sure exactly where to reach her. But um, I do have from the last election, uh, an interview that um, she did for the show, and uh, when that was when she was running for re-election against uh, Sheldon Neely. Of course, that's the tables are turned this time around. But since I have the time set aside for this, I thought I'd go ahead and uh, put, um, put that interview in its uh, in its place, so we'll hear from all three candidates on today's show. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner program, and uh, joining me now in the studio, Flint Mayor Karen Weaver. Mayor, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you. Good morning. And, and we're going to try and do this uh, once a month and, and That's play right. catch up. Okay. And, uh, We'll we'll call this the one for July, and we'll work with Kristen <laughs> to get the next one set up. Sounds um, good. Got a press release, speaking of Kristen, yesterday uh, announcing uh, that 2,181 homes so far have had their uh, service lines replaced. That's right. That's got to feel good. Th- it seeing feels that great. starting to go up. It feels great, <laughs> and we've actually checked more than that. Yeah, uh, it was something like 500 that... Uh, we're copper to copper. It turned out to be copper. So. That's right. It's well, a, it, it's great because we're ahead of schedule. Is and this must be a really good opportunity to get things um, recorded properly. Because mm, when it you certainly first started is, right. into this, they were on cards. Nobody, yeah, nobody <laughs> knew where anything was. Things things were on index cards, and <laughs> U of M came in to help us get things situated so we could see what was going on. So, right. it, you know what? That's one of the things is this has created opportunities for us to make some really good things happen. Now, the big news, of course, has been going back and forth uh-huh. between you and the city council over the 30-year contract with Correct. Uh, GLWA. And and I guess the, the question that I would ask, and I'm sure a lot of people are wondering mm-hmm. when they see the, you know, the fight going back and mm-hmm. forth is, why 30 years? Well, you why know, not go 10? Or, okay, let me say this. There are two things. People should have asked why 30 years when council set up a 30-year contract with Kara Gandhi that included $7 million a year. 
So, I, I would always so ask 30 why 30 years. 30 years was already in place. And um, it's not like I didn't try to get 10 years or 15 years. So that, that wasn't negotiable. And, in fact, when you look at the other contracts that they have with the other cities, they're all 30 years. And that was how they were able to uh, get a price rate so they can control that. That was the but next question. That, was, does that, that helps keep that the cost down. The side? Yes, and, and that was the reasoning. So no, nothing was given out but 30-year year contracts with all of the municipalities. But it's just interesting that, that uh, council wants to raise a stink when what they had us in was a 30-year contract with $7 million a year, plus we pay uh, $1.2, $1.3 million a month for water. So those were two big bills we would have incurred for 30 years. And so now with the recommendation, we're out of the $7 million a year because we've still got to pay for water, whether it came from Great Lakes or whether it came from KWA. Last time you were here, we talked a little bit about water prices. Yes. Um, how is is this an opportunity to hit the reset button? That's what we're looking at, is this being an opportunity because, you know, well, let me say if the recommendation goes forward, because what that allows us to do is have money to fix our infrastructure and to right-size the infrastructure because, you know, we're losing so much water through leaks, but we're paying for it. We're paying right. for it. And so that's one of the ways for us to lower the cost, and that's what we were looking at. Do you um, have uh, a uh, – I'm trying to think of how to set this okay. up, Mayor. It, people have been concerned that the rates were high for a long time mm-hmm. because money was being set aside for infrastructure and work that never got done. Okay. Does it make it a harder sell when, you know, you say to people, we're going to try and put some money aside to work on infrastructure now Uh, because of the trust factor? Right. Well, I I would hope it wouldn't um, just because, you know, we had a hard sell when we asked them to support the millage. And we said, we will let you know what is going to happen with that money because that was a hard sell as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we did what we said we were going to do with that millage money. And so I hope that they see we're doing what we said we would do. And um, that ha- that's not going to change. That part is not going to change. That's that's what's so exciting about the recommendation because it had so many positives. It's not a perfect one, but with the hand that we were dealt, it was the best one for us. That the 30-year contract? Well, would... like I said, we can't get out of the 30-year contract. We tried. I asked. Believe me, I asked. And, you know, it's it's just really um, interesting because there were opportunities for other people to ask. Council had opportunities to ask that same question uh, because, you know, they say that they did not get the information. But I don't know if you saw one of the most recent press conferences that we had where we talked about you were at the table. Two of you had been invited to the meetings where we had the governor, the MDEQ, we had and EPA, see, we had the county. That, that that didn't happen. That they Councilman Mays didn't say that didn't happen. He didn't say that. In fact, he went and got the record to show the date that it happened because it was the same day we had an RTAB meeting. And he also showed them How these are the notes. How does an invitation like that work? Does it go to specific council people? I, I invited the council president. And and Councilman Mays, because Councilman Mays was also part of the um, KWA board. So right. he had been working with, you know, yeah. not only the ad, the um, 
the advocates for water, right. uh, but he was also on the KWA board. And so that was why the invitation was to those two. One, because uh, Kerry Nelson was the president. Mm-hmm. So those two were invited. And we have records to show that, you know. And you can ask the governor. <laughs> you can ask <laughs> Rich. You can ask the people from the county, the EPA, that the two of them were there. So we have records that show who was who was at the meeting. Is Is there... A, a sense of of urgency to get the council to adopt this is yes. there some reason why they can't take more time you know uh what would first what are we taking more time to do because they asked for a 30-day extension and we gave them 60 days we gave them 60 days so we gave them twice the mm-hmm. amount of time that they asked for and um the longer this goes, we have to continue to pay close to $600,000 a month on that $7 million bond. So that's a problem. That's a problem. But this is the first that anybody has actually, that I know of, has said, why the rush? MDEQ didn't, and, you know, in other statements, you know, now, I, now I mean, as it's you not explain rushing. it to right. me, we're, Mary, we're, it makes sense. Right, we're paying money. If you're saving 600000 a month, right. that's good reason that, to hurry that's up and get it That's a good reason, and it also gives us access to the water uh, relief assistance program that's set in place. Mm-hmm. So the longer we stay off of that, we don't have access to those resources, and those are built-in resources, um, and that's a problem. Do you think there'll ever be a time when Flint will replace the the water uh, plant and do its own water? You know what? I mean, I don't know. I don't know, because that was something that we had talked about as well. And when we looked at the the finances that it was going to require and the amount of time that it was going to require, and then we still would not be able to get new infrastructure for the entire city and have access to the, the assistance program and, you know, the other things that are laid out in the plan, that was why we went with this deal. In the Fast Start uh, initiative um, that we talked about a moment ago, mm-hmm. um, you're estimating uh, sometime in 2020 it'll all yes it'll all be done and you know what if things continue maybe we'll get done prior to F- our deadline I know it because we were supposed to have 2,000 done uh, it was one day was it last week or the, it might have been last week I can't remember but whatever that date was that EPA set we were over that. You know, we had surpassed that number. And they're working really hard to to keep it going. And who knows? You know, we had a mild winter last winter, so we were able to still get some work done. So it's weather dependent. It's weather dependent, and that's what people are saying. Well, how come we don't have more done in Michigan? (laughs) I said, because we have winter in Michigan. And that stops some things for us. So, and and it's nice because, you know, when this first got started, we had uh, some equipment that was vandalized and we were nervous that that was going to slow us down, but it didn't. It didn't. They continued to work past that and through that. And so we're ahead of schedule right now. So I hope it continues that way. We're listening to an encore with, uh, then-Mayor Karen Weaver, she was scheduled to be on the show today, and uh, I thought, well, we weren't able to connect, so I thought what I would do is inject a uh, an interview I did with, with uh, Mayor Weaver when she was running for re-election in the, in the last mayoral election. 
um, the one that Sheldon Neely won. And uh, Sheldon Neely and Karen Weber and Eric Mays will be on the ballot in just under two weeks. The top two will go on to November. We'll have more with uh, Karen Weaver right after Everybody's this. doing a brand new dance now. Hi, this is Mark Farner, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Our fellow Americans. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. The science is clear. These vaccines will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. They could save your life. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you. Do you ever feel like you need an attitude adjustment? Are you wishing there was a magic pill or a new app for your mobile device? Why don't you try live local music? Music can make you dance, bring back fond memories, inspire you to be more creative, whether you attend a child's school concert or recital, go to a local symphony concert, visit local bars and restaurants that feature dance music, sing-along piano, or jazz and blues. Music could be just what you're looking for. Supporting live local music is more than a way to support your local artists and economy. It's a great way to improve your own quality of life. Support live local music. This message is brought to you from the Tom Attorney General stuff? Listen, I have a legal question. What is it, Mom? I just got a call from the water company. Apparently, your father has not been paying the bill. I guess they're going to turn the water off because we owe more than $1,000 now. Can you believe it? Actually, I can't. So, listen... We just have to send them $200 in Edible Arrangements gift cards, and that will keep the water on. Now, here's the legal question. What is the website for Edible Arrangements? Mom, it's an imposter scam. Imposter scam? Is that .com or .edu? No, the call was a scam. Scammers will pretend to be a government agency or a utility company or someone else you might do business with. A big red flag is if they tell you that you can pay them using gift cards. So when in doubt, ask for the information to be sent to you in writing. And never give a caller or someone you don't know your personal information or your money. If you do suspect an imposter scam, report it to my office at mi 
gov slash agcomplaints. Okay, all right. And Dina, where do I file a complaint that my daughter hasn't visited in over a month? Does your office have a website for that? Okay, Mom, I'm hanging up now. I'm Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel. Visit mi.gov slash agcomplaints for your connection to consumer protection. Hi, this is Deb Cherry, Genesee County Treasurer, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Radio Show. We continue now with more of our encore presentation of uh, an interview with Karen Weaver. She was scheduled to be here this hour, and uh, we weren't able to connect up, but I thought to keep things on track, we'd go back and pull from the archives an interview from the last election. So if things sound a little dated, and they just might be. The um, now, one of the things, and I think we talked about this a little bit last time. Uh-huh. This, the Fast Start initiative is is primarily dealing with service lines, correct, from the main to the meter, correct. We still have issues with houses that have galvanized mm-hmm. and, and inside pipe, the home, especially some of the older homes and. And there's also the, the situation with the mains because the mains have been neglected as mm-hmm. well. What what's going on on those fronts? Well, you know, um, one of the things that the state was able to get was, uh, I guess, plumbing for inside the homes. They said they had it for four thousand, uh, but we know our goal is six thousand for this year. Right. So you know, we're hoping that we're able to some secure some resources to get more of that. But that's one of the things that people are going around and they're checking to let people know if in their home is one of them that has been impacted, if they need new fixtures. So we're looking at that as well. Um, But that was one of the things when we talked about the water recommendation as far as uh, the meters and everything else we'll be able to do. And I didn't uh, really touch on that, but those were some of the other improvements that we would be able Mm -hmm. to make uh, with the recommendation going forward. The uh, I, I think we talked about this um, a little bit the last time you were here, and it had to do with uh, uh, funding for public safety. Congratulations mm-hmm. on the Safer Grant, by the way. <laughs> Wasn't that something? No, that, that, that is something. That is something. But it also raises a concern, and I, and I wonder if, if you've had time to think about it or if it's mm-hmm. part of you know your everyday okay. wish list. What happens when the money runs out? Well, you know. That's one of the things about grant funding. You know, right. You think, oh, we've got all these levels. and then Right, the, because the, we do have that for, I think that's a three-year. Three mm-hmm. And so that's what we're hoping is that we will have more money and to be able to maintain that, and that's what we're looking at. And, you know, I've got a, a, a fire chief and, and uh, Carrie Edwards who are working day in and day out, always looking for more funding to keep things going. So um, right now, we're looking at what do we have to do to build our funds so we can maintain that, because that's something, you know, I mean, we're excited because we get to open another fire station that's been shut down for a while uh, over on Atherton. So it's really important uh, that we are able to keep what we have and then get more money to be able to keep our our public safety 
uh, people in place, fire and police, actually. I've been seeing a couple different uh, public service announcements mm-hmm. on television um, that that seem to be aimed at getting people into the mindset that that the crisis is over, mm-hmm. that the water's improving, you still need to use a filter while the work's going on, but things are getting better. Mm-hmm. Is that city-initiated or is that state-initiated? You know... <sighs> It's a little of... Do you, do you know the piece I, I, I do I'm, know what you're talking about. And, you know, it's interesting because when we get the water tested, the water does test better. Our problem is we're doing all of this construction. We still have to stay on bottled and filtered water while this is going on. Yeah, because it's going to shake things up It's going to shake things up. And that's the problem. That's a problem. And that's a concern for residents. And it should be. It should be because people have talked about uh, water pods shutting down. And I, I, I guess I, I just disagree with that. I it's, disagree it's with that. It's not time yet. It's not time yet. Um, it would be different if they said, okay, everything is great and you can just, you know, we have tap drinkable water. But we don't because of what's going on. It would be different if Flint were in a position where we had been proactive and we had this money to say, hey, let's fix our pipes. And while we're doing it, here's what we have to do to protect ourselves. So it's our responsibility to do these things. But that's not how we got in this situation. And um, I believe that it's premature to shut down the water distribution sites when we know we have to stay on bottled and filtered water while we're doing this. We're in 10 different areas of the city you know, shaking things up. Yeah. Ten different areas. And and that's a great thing. I mean, we're glad to be in that in but that position. But it shakes exactly. Exactly. And and that's one of the things that, that I think um it's it it's just the hard part of getting this done. Exactly. Right. It sure is. There there is no immediate relief. There's no immediate but, relief. But is that kind of a state generated PR campaign to try and get them off the hot seat a little bit probably so (laughs) probably so so Um, we'll see what happens because i think they will be talking about that more and doing some things um that's i guess that's one of the areas where the state and i disagree now there's uh, next month there's a um, uh, city council primary uh, election on august 8th correct but there's also a ballot initiative from the Charter Review Commission Correct. with the proposed um, amendments, adjustments mm-hmm. to the to the city charter. Are, are you in favor of the uh, of the changes to the city charter? No, I'm not. How come? I'm not because I think that they take away. A, we are a strong mayor form of government. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes away a lot of the power from the mayor. I think a lot of it is uh, based on personal kinds of things instead of what the office needs to do its job adequately there are things you know they talk about the ombudsman it's already in the charter you know we have not followed the charter that's already in place uh and i think if we implemented what was already in place we find that it works but that hasn't happened you know there that that was voted on by the people uh to to uh put this charter review uh the ombudsman and civil service back in place and you know, it, what I really don't like is this was initiated by the um, emergency manager. Emergency manager put this in place and said, you know, we're going to put this blue ribbon committee together and didn't put the other things in place. It's really interesting. They wanted to go in and change the role of the ombudsman and then put it in place when we had already voted. 
we'd already voted to put that back in place. And I don't know why it wasn't budgeted for when we voted on it. You know, the, the, the residents of the city of Flint voted for that. And it never happened. So it's like, well, let's go and change that, and then let's vote on it. So, no, I think it's a way to micromanage, and I'm not in favor of it. And, um, you know, it takes away, really, the voice of Flint. Some of those things were put in place to take away the voice of Flint and go countywide. And that's been a problem. We already didn't have a voice when the emergency manager came in. And I believe that this waters down the voice of Flint. Interesting. Because everybody I've talked to so far has been pro the uh, the changes. Do you think it'll pass? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens with that one. It's going to be an interesting um, election time. Well, and that being said, that gives me an opportunity to see if you have any favorites in the city council races. I, I have no. F- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let that one play out. <laughs> I, I thought you might, but I, I'd give it a, a shot I might as well anyway. ask. That's right. You might as well we're, ask. We're right there. We're right there. So we'll we'll, we'll find out something but, very, very but soon. But do you find it interesting that, that there are as many people running this yes. time? Yes. That is, is very interesting, and it shows that people aren't satisfied with the status quo. That's what that tells us, is they're looking for some change. Um, and, and that came through loud and clear with the number of people that actually got um, you know, the signatures to be a viable candidate. Yeah, it, it was, uh, what, 60%, I think, of the people that took out petitions actually turned them back in. We right. ended up with 29 people running for nine seats. Right. And it, I I don't know how competitive it is from right. ward to ward, right. you know. Um, but everyone does have competition. But everybody Every is single... facing challenges. Exactly. And exactly. There, are, there are three wards, of course, that that don't have right. challenges in, in the, the primary. primary. More with incumbent Mayor Karen Weaver from the last time she was on the Tom Sumner program during the recall election of 2017. The Tom Sumner Program dot com. The Tom Sumner Program More with incumbent Mayor Karen Weaver from the last time she was on the Tom Sumner program during the recall election of 2017. Um, and, and by the way, for uh, um, just just a, an addendum for mm-hmm. listeners, we have uh, interviewed all but one or two of the candidates okay. that are running for city council. And right before the primary, I'll be posting links to all those interviews for people who want to do review Ward by ward, and, and oh, that's good. Hear the people that are running. We also have a, a three-hour special in our archive on the uh, changes to the uh, charter okay. review, where we went through point by point and talked okay, about that's good. some of those changes. Because that that's you were talking the, yeah, about. and that's a good that's good because people do need to be able to make some informed decisions. Yeah, and it's um, because all they're going to see is a question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you for this or not? Right. Well. What, what is this? Right. And, and an opportunity to check that out. Also on the city's website, there is uh, a link to that. Okay. 
That's I, good. Yeah, that's 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 a good that's thing. Where, that's where I got a chance to look at it. And, okay, and uh, and read it. Um, going forward, you know, we we talk about these things because they're they're in the news. They're ongoing mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. and long term contracts and pipe replacement and all that. But what else is on your agenda now going forward? What else is on my agenda? Really to make sure we get through what we're doing with the Fast Start program. I'd really like to get the water recommendation uh, you know, resolved. I really would because that's so important to the city of Flint when we're talking about public health and finances. Uh, The other thing is what you brought up, public safety. Uh, We are really working hard to make those changes in public safety and make some improvements in public safety Uh, because one of the things we know is if we didn't have this water crisis, public safety would be our number one issue. And the other thing we're looking hard at and uh, have been working and we will be making some announcements very soon is in the area of economic development. I can't wait. I was going to ask about that. <laughs> Economic it development must, is top at the list. But but with the tough time that Flint's had mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, high crime reputation mm-hmm. and, uh, and... But we're not in the that top area anymore. No, that's, we have made, that's moved a, those numbers down and that's, and that's a good with thing. police and fire. But, but as soon as that happens, then we have this infrastructure breakdown mm-hmm. with the water system. Mm-hmm. And it's got to make it so much tougher to, you know, to talk to businesses and, and to... You know, and, get and they're them waiting. To and and, and that's a good investment. Exactly. And and you know what? It's interesting because I was at a water summit a week and a half ago, and that's what they were talking about. They could not believe that the recommendation did not go through because we know we have businesses that are looking at that, and they were under the impression that um, we know that this water recommendation will get through. They saw that we were taking care of the water challenges, and so it made people want to come and take a look at Flint. And so now they're kind of holding their breath, waiting to see, well, what's going to happen with this? Is this going to go through? Because the things that the businesses have asked about were around water and infrastructure and public safety. And I would think education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's well, always that's, of interest. That's always of interest because that's one of the things that lets people determine if they're going to come to Flint or not. It really is. is the educational system that's right. in place. So, and, and, and while we're not responsible for the education system, we know if we do these things that we've talked about, we're doing our role as far as enha- you know, helping and enhancing the education system. So we still play a role in helping support the education system by doing those things uh, that, that really work together with uh, supporting that education system and putting some safety nets around education. And and finally, we just mm-hmm. have about a minute left. Although okay. I feel like I could sit here and talk with you for a couple <laughs> hours about these things, it's always a pleasure. Um, but uh, next year, um, is it is it next year that that you come up for reelection? No, or it's it two years. Two in two years. Um, have you decided if you're going to run again? Are you looking no, at anything else? I haven't else? decided that. I, I mean, you're not term limited obviously this is your first right, no. term and and it's not a term limited uh position that's correct but no i really haven't you know we've had so much going on um i guess i'm kind of hiding a question in there okay do you well, like what's the question do you like your gig oh I, I do like it yeah i do like it i do like it and you know what it's so interesting because i've even had people i said something must be wrong with me i've had people say with everything <laughs> well, how could that's you happened want to do this? Uh, i know would you 
knowing everything you know, would you do this would again? Do again? And I said, yeah. yeah, I would. And I, I was shocked that I said it so quickly. <laughs> but we've, and I, that's when I said, okay, what's wrong with you, Karen? But we have been able to get so many good things for the city in such a short period of time that it's been worth every minute. Well, that's good to hear. And it's always good to talk to you, but we're out of time. And I'll be back. And and we'll see you next time. Yes. And we'll get caught up some more. Okay. Thank you. Mayor Karen Weaver. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with more of the Tom Sumner program. Hey, hey, hey. 
Hello there, citizens. Darkwing Duck here. And every time I'm in Flint fighting crime, I always stop by the Tom Sumner program. Don't forget, stay dangerous. Darkwing Duck out. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Imagine a journey down a picturesque riverway. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. The Tom Sumner Program plays host to the best political roundtable on radio every Wednesday from 10 a.m. to noon. Armchair Politics features great commentary and analysis about the headlines from local, state, and national politics with an alumni of world-class pundits, plus quotes, tweets, and those weird and wacky stories we call the X-Files. If it's Wednesday, catch Armchair Politics on the Tom Sumner Program. Cloth or disposable? Paint or wallpaper? Yellow or green? Babies come with lots of decisions. Crib or bassinet? Rocker or glider? So when it comes to protection against diseases, go with the safest, most effective choice. Vaccination. To protect your child against 14 serious childhood diseases like measles, meningitis, and whooping cough. That's why nearly all parents choose it. Stroller or carriage, basketball, or soccer. So get all the recommended vaccinations for your baby by age two. For more reasons to vaccinate, talk to your child's doctor. Go to cdc.gov vaccines or call 800-CDC-INFO. Justin or Justine. Immunizations help give you the power to protect your baby. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Why are we stopping? We're going to be late for the show. Mom, Dad, we got to get gas. You're not here, you're not. This place is charging an arm and a leg. Look, these days price swings of 30 or 40 cents per gallon aren't unusual. But when a gas station charges a price way above the price at similar stations, that could be gas gouging. Michigan gas stations sell the correct quality and quantity of gas most of the time. But when a station does try to illegally take advantage of drivers, my office is here to stop them. Stop Attorney Generaling! We got a concert to get to! I hope she doesn't sit next to us. Narc. This is Attorney General Dana Nessel. 
If you have information about potential gas gouging, call my office or go online at michigan.gov slash AG. Put those away. We're at a gas station. This is U.S. Senator Gary Peters, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. Sure, I'd just like everybody to join in this time. Okay, one more time. Okay. Gang, in a world torn asunder by strife and by unhappiness, what sound in the world enters into our heart and brings love and brotherhood but the sound of people's voices joining together and singing? So let's roof the rafters, people. Let's fill this room with the most joyous sound known to man. People. People singing. For in the ether of the air, in the great sky of, of, the, of the faraway land, fill the sky, the musical sky, with voices intertwining themselves in a giant choral arrangement like colors in your mind and lines going up and down as the voices of people join together. So friends, let's fill this room with love. Let's fill this room with music and song. For people driving by, maybe outside, they'll be in their car and we'll be in here singing, they'll be driving by, and, and as they drive by, they'll probably say, What the hell's going on? <laughs> Let's sing out now, friends. Michael Rowe, the boat ashore. Sing out. Which guy? The girl, the guy with the, the girl with the blonde hair. You the weren't singing that... very well there. Would you join in with us and fill it? You will. You will. You'll sing with us now, huh? Go ahead. <laughs> Here we go, gang. Michael Rowe, the boat ashore. that boat ashore. Come on, Mike. Everybody sing now. Michael, help to trim the sails. Hallelujah. 
Trim those sails. Trim those sails. Pull on those oars, baby. <laughs> hey, I know what let's do again. Now, what do you want to do? Every time we, we, we're humming, you want to do something different? Well, I have an idea that I like. Why don't we, gang, why don't... People with love in your hearts. Are let's all show our love. Let's all open. Let's start the hum. Go back to the, take it from the top of the hum. Top of the hum. But this time, let's all hum with our mouths open. Well, well why do you want to do that? We'll get more volume. If well, we, why do you, we have plenty of volume. Why do you want more volume? So that Michael can hear us. Maybe even Ralph will hear us, <laughs> hear us also. So gang, let's all hum with our mouths open this time and get Tommy, a little more volume. That's a nice idea. Really, that's a great idea. But you so, cannot hum with your mouth open. Yes, you do. All you you have don't to... ask anybody to hum with their mouth open. Yes, all you have you to do... You can't do that. You so... Listen, if you tried to hum with your mouth open, you could hurt yourself. That's too bad. Yeah. So he is. I'll tell you what. If you want more volume, why don't you ask everybody to aw? Oh. I mean, not just a regular ah, oh, but like this. Ah, 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 ah. See, it's louder, it's easy to do, and if you ask everybody in this entire room to awe together in unison to Michael, you will experience a thrilling, exciting, vibrant, it'll be a, a vibrant experience, tremendous. Let's all open up our hummers now and all awe together, okay? Everybody except you. You hum with your mouth open. <laughs> Hear that, Michael? <laughs> we'll help you trim those sails and roll that boat, won't we, gang? Everybody. Michael This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. Go for the coast. I made it down to New York City. We're under. 
hang it out with patience for some record man. I do say I can't help you because your reputation's great. I am just the kind of man. Give your band a break and I tell him to talk. Alexander Zanjic, don't touch that dial. You're listening to Tom Sumner. 